Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. Virginia Prodan, you've also amplified another really important point by describing the life of the dictator and his mother and his children and his family, and that is... Socialism is for the people, not the socialists. And you had a great example of that, didn't you? Because uh, the dictator in Romania and his family lived like kings and queens and princesses and dukes and earls, where the people suffered. They suffered greatly. Yeah. Uh, the, The socialists and communists, is for the elite there is no equality there is no equality it's created and the older the system is the more power the dictator will have um, dictator Ceausescu was surrounded by his own family and many of them not only Ceausescu, you can take the same situation in other countries and you will see the same kind of procedure that was adopted. And even as he surrendered himself in the government with um, relatives, many times he killed his own relatives out of fear that they might want his power. They control with microphones and spies from the Securitate those relatives in a strict format. Um, by the grace of God, I am alive and I'm talking today. He had dictator Ceausescu. He had the power more than we can imagine to control everyone. And I'm alive. And he is dead. We're talking with Virginia Prodan, who grew up in communist Romania. She became a lawyer defending Christians against attempts by the government to eradicate Christianity and the Christians themselves by any means. She's alive today because of her faith. Let's talk, uh, Virginia Prodan, and I also want to remind everyone that She's written an incredible book called Saving My Assassin, available on her website, virginiaprodonbooks.com and amazon.com, where you'll find several hundred five-star reviews. 
One of the things that interested me in reading your book was that you became a lawyer. Uh, We all know that lawyers in the United States, uh, they either are on the prosecuting side of the table or the defense side of the table, but there is a rule of law that they're supposed to follow, and uh, the prosecution and the defense argue cases uh, in front of what are supposed to be impartial judges and impartial juries in order to reach verdicts and to dispose of legal issues in a fair uh, and a far way, fair way according to law. So what has always puzzled me and which you spoke about so eloquently in many, many instances in your book, what was it like for you as a defense lawyer to be defending people who you knew were not guilty of anything, but you were practicing law in a system that was stacked against you in every single way? Um, First of all, I have to say that after I accepted Christ, I understood that God, allowed me to go to law school for the exactly reason that he appointed me to defend Christians and churches persecuted by the ungodly government, socialist and communist government of Nikolai Ceausescu. I was 100% that that was my reason to be a lawyer. I wasn't aware from the beginning that that will attract the whole punishment of the government, but I was guided by God, and I cannot take credit for that, because when God gives you an appointment, he he gives you everything to do the job. Um, I became aware as I defended Christians and human rights cases, as my cases became part of United Nations reports on human rights violation and religious rights violation in Ceausescu's regime and part of United States Department of State reports on uh, religious violations. After that, the government started to follow me everywhere. I realized that my office and my home was bugged, that they knew everything about my whereabouts. I was pushed in the traffic to look like I had an accident, but by the grace of God, I survived. I was interrogated daily. I was beaten and tortured. I was told to stop. I was threatened that I will be killed or my kids will be killed. The government did everything that was possible But 
I cannot explain the power that I had to continue without God's power in me. Because he is the one who makes me bold as a lion, who made me strong and courageous to fight uh, Goliath like dictator Ceausescu's regime. And that's the truth. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum will return right after this quick break. You had several stories in your book, which, which I remember. I remember especially the one of the the two boys who were caught smuggling Bibles. Obviously, in Ceausescu's regime, uh, Bibles were the, probably the one book that uh, he wished had never been written, because if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you read the Bible, then you understand that he was not God. Uh, so he, there were severe penalties uh, for the use of Bibles. Wasn't it I- illegal to have a Bible in your home? Um, this is how the, the socialist and communist government worked. Do you remember that I call it a land of lies? Um, doing my research as a lawyer, I found out that um, the American government at that time, President Ronald Reagan, gave Romania the most favored national status attached with respecting the religious and human rights in Romania, which meant that American government missionaries can come to Romania and bring Bibles that were not allowed to be printed in Romania, but they will bring Bibles, and they will provide Bibles for churches, and those Bibles will be accepted and furnished to churches. Ceausescu did not allow that part of the agreement with the uh, government of United States to be known in Romania. So he told us and everyone that we do not, the government does not publish Bibles, therefore we cannot have Bibles. Moreover, in the courtroom, the prosecutor said, because those two boys, they were transporting Bibles from one church to another church. And the Bibles were published in America. They accused those boys of being spies for America because they said, how is it possible that you can have those Bibles from America? So what I did, I exposed the government, and I showed to them that we have the right that the agreement with America allows the government of America and missionaries to come to Romania and for us to have those Bibles. So you can imagine that the government, 
that spread it lies did not like me to tell the truth. And not only me, but Voice of America, Free Europe, will have those information on their radio and spread it all over the world and let know everyone what the government was doing. So I remember in that case, those boys were facing what, 10 years or more in prison, maybe even worse for being spies, but that you were able to get them a suspect, what a uh, parole sentence, if I recall correctly. They were free. They were they released were free. from prison. But then I remember that after that, that their parents were harassed by the government, were they not? That is true, because uh, they, the socialist government will try everything to break you and your family and to destroy you. They will not accept the truth. And that's the way the socialist and communist government works. For every single person who believes in the lies of freedom under socialists or communists, that equality and all the other things that are spread around in America, I am telling you the truth. You are building or you want to build for yourself a land of lies and a prison land. That's the reality. Well, you live that lie. It yes. Is, it, it is, it's amazing to me what you survived. Were there, besides you, were there, and I understand that, that you were trying to let, by what you were doing, you were trying to let the world see what was going on. The government wanted the world to have the fake news, basically, that everything was fine and that Christians were not being persecuted, but you were doing your best to show the world that Christians, Christianity in every way was being uh, not only suppressed, but terrible things were being done uh, uh, to Christians, even though there was an agreement with the United States. So were you, uh, were you the only lawyer who was really actively doing this? Did you have any help at all? Um, you have to know that socialists and communists work with isolation. So as far as I know, I was the only lawyer. Um, I was helped. I was helped by my church. And when I call church, I'm calling the entire church in Romania, um, the book, Saving My Assassin, describes what I call angels. Um, several of my young brothers in, in uh, my church, because of the threat of uh, those securitate to push me in the um, traffic again, 
Um, they used to cut my tires. So many times I was not, it was not possible for me to have my uh, car available. So they offer their car and they transported me from one place or another. Um, the story of those angels, what I call angels, that helped me uh, describe in details at, uh, uh, in my book. And that's what I call a very important help because they put their life at risk. And also, I believe that knowingly or not, every single client and case that I had, and of course, there were more cases that the book described, but every single client who came to me for help, they actually helped me because you as a lawyer defending, you cannot defend without having a courageous client. So every client that I had, I consider a very strong and courageous person who wanted to live by God's word and not worshiping the dictator. It is truly amazing to read and hear about that. Uh, and in this country, I think we have it so easy. Um, we may not have it easy in the future, but right at the moment, we do. And yet there yeah. are people like you and your clients who, a bear 30, 40 years ago, were being tortured for being Christian. Uh, well, had, had, I, I have to say that I had the privilege to be encouraged by a lot of Americans, missionaries, that came to Romania. Um, they will come to church or my place or meet somewhere with me, and they will hug and whisper in my ears, go on, we pray for you. And that was very precious to me. The book also describes the day when the ambassador's wife, at United, uh, United States ambassador's wife uh, in Romania, came to my home when I was under house arrest to make sure that I was alive and my family was alive. She was sent by President Ronald Reagan. So I believe that God used a lot of people to encourage me as he used me to defend and encourage others. We are family of God, and we encourage each other. I believe and I pray that my book is an encouragement for Christians today in America and all over the world. I'm not a hero. I defended many heroes. But my book is an example of what God is able to do in one life. And, and encourages people to put their lives in God's hands and not be afraid of the government and watch God perform and change a country to each one of us. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum.
Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. They call them muddy waters. People I just love to hear that old man sing. Yeah, when I play the hoochie-coochie man I get joy in everything Everything, everything Everything gonna be all right this morning 